how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and storm will have vision. At times I'm on the H that Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit them like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 351. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I'm your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited to talk with you, even though it's only been a few days. I feel like we, we need to touch on football. I also want to carry over some conversation that we had that we started at the end of the last episode. But yeah. uh, before we get too far to that, most important question, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm curious to, to, about the cover. I don't remember what we were talking about last time, so I'm excited about that. This well, was it, it, was, it was one of those moments where you were in one of your, like, Dwayne drug-induced comas, and so I understand. It's fine. <laughs> and it was, like, f like five days ago. So I, I, I don't remember what happened yesterday. So. Yep. <laughs> I'm doing good, though, man. Um, we're not going to get – we don't talk politics on this show, but we have a new president. That's happening. We do. We do. I'm, I'm looking very forward to being bored by politics again. I'm Not very excited about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at Twitter and there was no tweet from the president. It's incredible. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. It's very nice. <laughs> I, I'm very excited about White House tweets to be something like, my dog got a bone. And, yeah. uh, you know, congratulations on this uh, new flag design. Like, those are the things that I want <laughs> White House Twitter to say. So I'm very excited about it. <laughs> it's very exciting. Um. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about football today. Let's let's what what was we talking about last time that we wanted to carry over? Because I don't remember. So you said that you had thought that the NBA should abolish the draft, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking about this. Yes, and yes, I yes, yes. and I said I'm here for this, and I'm ready to listen because I've never considered it, and I'm very open minded, yeah. but I've never even considered it as a possibility. I want to know. What your idea is. Because remember, I need to know the how. I need to know what yeah. does this mean, right? And so I want to know. Right. Well, here's the thing. I will repreface this by saying that I don't necessarily think that they should get rid of the draft. But I'm, oh. I'm open. I wouldn't say that I think that they should. No, I don't say. I don't think that. I do think ultimately. Well, because the idea of the draft in general is. The, the distribution of players in a way that creates competitive balance, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The, so that's so the idea. For, for the listeners, um, Dwayne did say we're not a politics podcast, but this is what's called backpedaling. So this is a situation <laughs> where Dwayne has taken a stance and moved back and retreated from it when okay. called upon to defend it. Right, just, I'm just saying, I just want to help people. <laughs> I don't remember what I said at the end of the last podcast, <laughs> but I don't think I said I want to abolish the abolish the draft. I don't think that's what I said. <laughs> you you said you said abolish the draft, and anyone who thinks uh, the draft should stay is a horrible human being. That's what you said, Dwayne. That's what you said. You okay, threatened well, you threatened to invade <laughs> Madison Square Garden. I I I don't know what to oh, tell you. You were very don't energetic. Invade them. They, the Knicks can have the number one pick every year. It doesn't matter. They're going to screw it up anyway. Um, I'm not scared of the Knicks. Um, <laughs> no, the thing about it, it's supposed to create competitive balance, right? That's the idea of the draft. Yes, yes. And, and I have now, taken that claim at face value for, for years, I will just say. <laughs> I will admit, complete face value, given zero thought to it whatsoever. But it's true. The idea of it is to create competitive balance. The problem is that's it's not doing that. Like the team, the, the teams that are habitually in the lottery are always in the lottery. Like it's not like mm -hmm. a situation where you're getting like a team gets a top three pick, drafts the next superstar, and then they're off to the playoffs for the next ten years. That's not what's happening. What's happening is these teams in the top are always in the top, are always in the top ten, or always in the lottery, are milling through the middle of the lottery, right? It's so hard to land one of those guys that the idea of creating competitive balance isn't necessarily falling through, uh, being, you know, achieved by the draft. Like, you have 
Milwaukee, right? Milwaukee got their superstar at 15. It's not even like they got it at one, right? So the idea is that, so the idea of creating a lottery system where you reward the bad teams for, with a high pick, isn't creating competitive balance now. The question is, or the argument would be, would another system do that? And I think it makes sense a way that would create a more competitive, a way that could create a more competitive system is if you get rid of the draft altogether. No draft. Anybody okay. can come, anybody can go into a free, you have to probably have to create like a new free agent pool. You wouldn't even have to, it's just free agents. Everyone can enter the, anyone who wants to can enter the free agent pool. Hard, hard salary cap, hard cap, right? Set it at one hundred twenty-five million, one hundred and fifty million, whatever you want it to be. Yeah, if NBA you do a hard players, cap, it really doesn't matter what number you set that at, right? It just yeah, as long as it's a hard because cap for everyone's everybody, it right because everyone's set, everyone's paying the same, so it doesn't matter what the number is really. It yep. just matters on what the players agree to it being. Mm-hmm. Um, set it at one twenty-five, one fifty, and then hey, New York, if you want to sign Zion Williamson to a six-year. $50 million a year deal, go for it. Have at it. If that's the guy you want to sink in, sink your, your thing into it. What I think would eventually happen is those deals would regulate themselves and people would start to actually figure out what a rookie is worth. It, now, it, there'd probably be a lot of bumps in the road. And so you'd get in a situation where if you're the Knicks, not Knicks, excuse me, if you're the Lakers, because the Lakers always get who they want anyway, the Lakers have yep. a decision to make. They have a decision to make, right? Like, you could pay Anthony Davis all the money. You could pay LeBron James all the money. If you want Zion Williamson, if you can convince Zion Williamson to come to you for a year or two years on a $5 million deal so that you can get him in the house, then if Zion wants to do that, fine. I have no problem with that, right? I say okay. go for it. I, and okay. I, I, think, I, I, I think that actually works in the benefit of the teams who can't keep players, right? Because you have to, it's, it's, listen, these guys aren't, you throw them, you tell them, look, I'm giving you six years, $40 million on the table, guaranteed. There's not many players walking away from that. There just isn't. Especially to go to New York or go to LA or go to Miami to make 10 million for the next two years in the hope that you then get a big deal. Players just aren't walking away from that. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. I, I like I've been an advocate for a hard cap for a long time in the NBA. Um, now, to run a little counterpoint, right? And I'm open to this. I think this makes a lot of sense. Um, but to run a little counterpoint to that, you know, for those examples of teams that suck in the lottery, right? There are a lot of teams that have done very well in the lottery and that have, sure. you know, Golden State um, used, of course, two two great lottery picks to propel themselves. Oklahoma City is another one. Uh, doing well in the lottery. Um, obviously, LeBron and um, Anthony Davis was a piece, but uh, you know that that didn't turn into wins. Same with Carl Anthony Towns. But I would still say that those players changed the franchise uh, at, at least temporarily. So I, I will say that the I, I do like the idea of the competitive balance. Like, couldn't you slot rookie? Couldn't you still do the draft slot rookie salaries in some way? To, to make that a little easier, but make them shorter and then um, get rid of restricted free agency? No. I don't no. think that helps anything at all. Okay. Because, the, all be, right. because then what, what ends up happening is then is those players just end up leaving sooner. <laughs> like the, 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 the problem essentially is that if a, play, if, if a team, and I guess it's kind of fair, I guess, if a team whiffs, if a team gets a star like Anthony Davis, mm. And then yep. they whiff on three moves after him, then they're stuck. They're screwed, right? Yeah, like they're, they're completely yes. screwed. So you have to not only get Anthony Davis, you have to nail the next three moves. Yeah. <laughs> In order to build a team that's going to be able to compete for a championship, right? And yeah. yep. And if not, and if not, eventually you're in the situation that they were in. Now they got lucky because they got Zion, but a lot of teams ain't going to get Zion right after that. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's so I. Mean, I don't know. I don't even know if this solves the problem because, like, poorly run teams are just going to be poorly run. There are teams that are, you know, that are 
well run. The Indiana Pacers. The Indiana Pacers haven't had a number one pick, and they're still one of the best teams in the East. They're just well run. They draft well. They spend their money well. They coach well. It's like, so, you know, as opposed to the Knicks who can't do anything well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so the, the, the team ups, I think the, the, the hard cap would make the team ups stop. Um, yeah. I think we would see us go back to uh, good rosters with one star, with one superstar, right? Instead of, instead of like four teams <laughs> that have like three superstars each. And that, right. you know, I think, I think it would end that because it's going to be hard to convince Clay Thompson to take 10 million a year because you paid Steph 50 million, right? Like yeah. it's just going to be if, really hard. So. If, if Clay, if Clay wants to do that, that's, I honestly have no problem with that. If a player decides, if a player decides, if a player decides that they want to turn down a big contract for a chance on a small deal, one year deal for 5 million or whatever it is to try and go win a ring. That's honestly fair. Like that, that, that's your decision. And it's already happening. Yeah, and it's already yeah, happening. Yeah, and that's so it's not, it's not like, like this isn't happening now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What what I want to do is is reduce the ability for the Lakers to have LeBron James and Anthony Davis like strong arm the the Pelicans to to get yes. Anthony Davis and yes. you know and, and and not the Lakers specifically but those types of of situations right like yes. the fact that they can go over the cap helps right if you can trade enough assets trade enough salary dump enough salary to get that guy right. in the door you get their bird rights you can sign them and it doesn't matter right. Uh, yep. Not every team can do that. So I, I like that. And then, of course, you get rid of max contracts. Um, yep. And then I would throw in, if you want to, like, help teams even further keep their guys, then if, you know, throw in something like you take the top five average salaries or top ten average salaries of the league, and then that number becomes the cap number for anyone that's a homegrown star signing a deal after their 10th year in the league or something and any extra money you want to give them on that deal doesn't go against your cap or something like that. Like I'd be open to something like that as well. Now I would, I, I like that idea. Now thinking about it a little more like under, under a un, un, an unrestricted cap like that, I don't know what that number might be. That number might be really high. It might be, or so you can make it the top 20 players. It doesn't matter. You know, something that makes it something that makes it to where you're really incentivizing you know, uh, a player who's Guys been with stay. you yeah. the whole time, you know, um, this is somebody who's been there 10 years. And also it's somebody who were like, let's say your player is decreasing a little bit in ability or something like that. Right. And you have to make that hard decision, paying him top 15 money in the league. And um, as far as the cap is concerned, but then being able to pay him extra money to, to stay there and be, yeah. To continue to be your franchise. I, I think that, that would go a long way toward good. And it has to, be, has to be a guy you drafted. Yeah, it has to be a guy you drafted or, or, like a, 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 or acquired in a draft day trade. So I would say, like, has only so, played for your team. Yeah, or maybe, so, or maybe not even that. Maybe has played for your team for eight years or something. Because you may have traded for him his rookie year early yeah and then yeah. he blew up or yeah, something play, like that yeah. play, played for your team eight cons- the last eight consecutive years something like that so some yeah. sort of deal um we could work on that and, and and i think that that again that would become really difficult for somebody to leave like it would have been really difficult for anthony davis to leave the pelicans being like look i got three years left <laughs> before they can pay me Sixty million dollars a year or something, and only count forty million against the cap or something like that. You know what I mean? And it's, and and the, and, the, and the thing is, and the thing about that is that Anthony Davis doesn't care about the cap, but the Pelicans do, and the Pelicans would Pelicans be more do. inclined to give him that sixty mil if only forty of it counted on the cap. That's the exactly. Point. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, I think I honestly think that that might not solve the problem, but I think that it would help. A, that goes a really long way. To allow because a hard like, cap helps. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm look, looking at it now. Like I will bet you, I will bet you two to one odds right now that by the end of this decade, Lamelo Ball is not a Hornet. Yep. Like it's yep. just like it's just yeah. It's like you just you if you're one of these teams and you get one of these guys, you know how it's gonna end already. Yeah, and I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you two guesses about which city he ends up in. He's a, he's a, he's he's in New York or he's in L.A. That's one hundred percent gonna happen. If he turns out to be good, if he sucks, he might end up in like Dallas or something. But if he's good, yeah. he's gonna be a Laker or he's gonna be a Nick. 
Yeah. Or, or maybe or, Miami. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> like that's just the way this goes, right? <laughs> yep, that's the way it goes. And that's a problem. It is. It's a problem. It's a real problem, man. So I uh, yeah, so that was just the, the, my whenever I was thinking about that, it was just my thought of that. Like I mean, like yeah, it's not. I don't know that that's a full fledged idea. I'm sure that someone smarter than me, like Zach Lowe, will hear that idea and in two minutes just tear apart why it can't work. And I'd be like, yeah, that probably, makes sense. yeah, probably. But but I'm on board for this. I like this. It makes sense I to s- me. I I still think you don't have to abolish the draft to make this work. But you don't. I don't think I'm you do either. It. I don't think you have to get rid of the draft to make to do that system that we just talked about. You could do it just with draft picks. Yeah, yeah, because I still like the draft. I still think the draft. I still like the draft. I, 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 I and it may just be the the old timer in me who's just like accustomed to it and likes it, <laughs> likes trading draft picks and likes scouting and likes doing all that. I likes rewarding those who scout really well. You know. Yeah, I, I, and the, and, and it's like. This is basically this is basically the system that English Premier League soccer has. Basically the same thing. But it's, Do they it's not slightly have different. a draft? There is no draft. But oh. it's a little different. It's a little different because like they have like <clears throat> they have like academies. So like they've been growing their players since they were like 13. <laughs> so so it's it's that's, a little different. So is that more or less ethical than the draft? That's less. That's a lot less ethical. <laughs> that feels less ethical. <laughs> It's a lot that less would defi- That would definitely happen. I'm just saying, that would definitely happen. Masai would have, like, his own... Like, oh, my God. There would be, be a, yeah, a Toronto be basketball called, farm. Yeah, it'd be called, like, Masai's Kids. It'd be, like, an organization just solely that he can pluck young, talented guys, you know? Yeah, it's not, it's not great. It's not great. But the, but the, but the idea being... But the, the idea that, being that's like, a pretty, that's the that's system. That's a pretty rough argument against abolishing the draft. <laughs> but here's, I'm about, I'm about to give you a worse argument, uh, a better argument for it, because like you, the idea being that that system would create competitive balance. English Premier League soccer has no balance. <laughs> it's like at all. <laughs> like there's like five teams that are ever going to win the Premier League Cup. <laughs> there's like five that are ever going to win it. The teams at the bottom never advance ever. <laughs> yeah i'm i'm forgetting i mean you'd have to still have rules of um you'd have to have like age limits and you'd have to have like rules about contact and like things like that you'd have to have those rules otherwise it would it would become so exploited yeah and like i remember several years ago now leicester city won the premier league cup and everyone was like how in the world is this happening like like this doesn't make any st- they've been terrible for like 20 years and all of a sudden they jumped up and won the cup and they went right back down to the bottom again because all the teams at the top just have all the money so guess what Uh they have all the good players (laughs) yeah yeah that does it man they also don't have any type of salary cap they just i don't they probably do have some salary cap i have no idea how salaries in soccer work yeah i have no idea it's just it's it's an absolute just it's just a free-for-all yeah Anyway, so we spent um, 20 minutes on that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. I know we're talking football, allegedly. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm glad we talked about that a little bit after we quit recording. I forgot about that. But uh, yeah, the draft. Yeah, what the draft. The re- get, just chuck it out. Now, I, I will say, I don't think that system works at all in the NFL. I think the NFL has to have a draft system in order to be competitive at all. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's, there's just too many players. There's too many rounds. There's too many. You're talking about com- getting really good players that contribute in the third and fourth round. In the NF- in the NBA, you get five players that matter in a draft. Yep, that's it. So- yeah, and that's that's the difference. That's a big difference. So, right. Okay, so um, football. So uh, football. I've got some questions. Okay, I'm just going to firstly say I, I'm very excited for championship weekend. I'm just excited. Yes. Bucks Green Bay looks like a good game. Buffalo Kansas City looks like a good game. Hopefully Patrick Mahomes will be okay. Uh, if not, I'll yeah. still be excited to watch the game. So. Yeah, I'm hoping he's all right. This is a, a rare situation where I'm honestly fine if any of these four teams win the Super Bowl. Me too, which is weird because, because I always, I've always been a Brady <laughs> hater, and I find myself – not hating him so much. I don't know what it there's, is. 
There's a couple reasons. A couple things I want to say. I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, Brady and Tampa Bay seems very likable. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if it's the warm weather. Well, well I'm, I'm not going to go that far. I am going to say he seems, seems more likable. Seems he more seems- likable. <laughs> Le- less objectable than he was when he was in, in, uh, yes. in New England. I yeah. think it's the cold yeah. weather. The cold weather just makes you surly. <laughs> He's living no, in Tampa. He's on the water. I will say, remind me, I have nice things to say about Tom Brady today, and I have nice things to say about Baker Mayfield today. So just What's happening? remind me of those two things. What is happening? <laughs> well, la- last week I said nice things about Paul George. Kind of. Actually, I did. Yeah. I actually kind of didn't. But <laughs> it's, a new, it's, a new, it's a new day, Dwayne. It's a kinder, gentler two guys podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited about all four of the games. Oh, two, two of the games, all four of the teams, I mean. <laughs> Um, I met all four of the teams. The uh, that Browns Chiefs game. Can we talk about that game for a second? We because can. We can. That was a roller coaster of emotions because the Chiefs jumped out in that game. They were up like twenty-two to three or something like that. And obviously, you're like, "Oh, this is over." Right? There's no way the Browns no. are coming back. Right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. Were they up? Were they up something like that? It was 193. Yeah, yeah. I, I I thought you said the Browns were up on the Chiefs for a second. And I was like, no, no, no that's the didn't Okay. All right. Yeah, my the bad. Chiefs I just misheard you. 193. Yep, you were right. Go ahead. And uh and then Mahomes got hurt. And then it was like, and then yeah. the game just kind of it it <laughs> I don't know. It was weird because like the whole time it never felt like the Browns were gonna win. It just kind of felt like they weren't going to, but it started switching, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, when when Hunt scored early in the fourth quarter, yeah, uh, I was I was I I kind of started thinking to myself, wow, either the Browns or the Bills are going to play in the Super Bowl. Like I started to think that way, which was crazy. and then and then uh, Chad Henney, Yosemite Henney, he comes out there and throws one of the worst arm punts I've ever seen in my entire just straight shuts it <laughs> right into the middle of the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> I honest, it honestly looks like I threw that pass. That's what if I, if I was an NFL quarterback, I feel like that's what my best pass would look like. <laughs> it just went directly into the, there was there wasn't a chief in ten yards of that pass, and so when they got that, that's when I was like, oh, that's when I started thinking, are we really gonna have a Bills Browns? AFC Championship game. Like, That's what I thought happen. too. Yeah, I thought that too. It was crazy. <laughs> but and no, then they punted, fo- and then uh, yeah, and then yeah, Chad Honey made a great run, and then a great throw. So yeah, that fourth down play, that fourth down play, that rollout pass, that was a terrible play call. I just want to say that. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. But you know, it worked. So <laughs> it worked. That's the way it goes. So we don't. So we don't. Yeah. We don't. We don't remember it. But if he had dropped that pass, that is a terrible call. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Oh, goodness. But good on the Browns. Browns had a good season. Not going to kill the Browns. They did. And you know what? Um, This is me not watching the Browns a lot. So he probably does this all the time or me just not noticing, right? Because I actually do watch the Browns more. I I watch them. I watch all the teams a fair amount. I go back and rewatch the games. This is just something I didn't, I haven't noticed. And I noticed in this game how often Baker follows the running back. Through, mm. through the play. So, like, he hands it off, and then he follows, and he throws a block, and he's the first guy there to pick the running back off the ground, whether it's Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, and he's just very full of energy. And I'm like, no wonder these guys like him, and no wonder he's considered a good leader because mm. th- that type of thing, and I don't know how sustainable that is for his career, and I don't, I, I don't fault players who don't do it, but it, that was a moment where I went, what a leader this guy really, really uh, is showing everyone on that team how much he wants to win this game. And that's, they have to see that. They have to see. It. It's got to be of great for Nick Chubb yeah. to, to put his heart out, notice his quarterback throw a block, and then his quarterback's the first guy there to help him up. Like, that's huge. Yeah. So, Stuff like that um, matters, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, good on Baker Mayfield. I've never noticed that. Forgive me, all Cleveland fans, uh, if he does this every game and I just haven't noticed. But, Wow. I thought that was really cool. I was impressed. <laughs> a nice comment to Baker. Look, I don't think Baker played bad in that game. Played well he played in that fine. game. Yeah, he played fine. He's, he, he's throughout the year, he's mostly played fine. So he's had a couple really bad games, a couple really good games, but he's mostly played fine. But mostly played pretty good 
uh, pretty good ball management and, uh, you know, made good plays when he needed to converted on third place when he third down when he needed to, which is a big part of winning. And uh, and then, you know, he's been helped by a really good running game and a really good defense. I think they're set up good for the future. I don't know if they're ever going to make a Super Bowl, but I, I, I like where the Browns are. I like where they're going. They should trade Odell Beckham. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with him. I don't know what kind of trade value he has. Uh, you know, like, but I, I imagine yeah, they will draft a receiver true. early. Yeah, I yeah. imagine they'll draft a receiver early. So. Can't imagine um, anyone's giving up a lot for Odell Beckham at this point. Yeah, I can't imagine. Definitely, they're definitely not going to get what they gave up, which was what, like a one, a three, and your Bill Peppers oh, yeah. or something? Wasn't they're that definitely the trade? not getting that, no. They might get a three, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Coming off an injury and... Yeah. Not 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 super productive couple seasons. So yeah. We'll see. Um this, Yeah, but, but good for the they, G- hopefully Patrick Mahomes is okay. And hopefully he's really okay. Not hopefully yeah. he's football okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about okay enough to beat the Bills. We're talking about okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That hopefully joke, they don't that try joke. him out there because um because he's Patrick Mahomes. Hopefully they try not, him out there because he's really okay <laughs> that joke that ron funches has where he talks about how he's lost weight he said i'm trying to get real healthy and not just american healthy <laughs> i want i want pat mahomes to be really healthy and not just football healthy <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um uh, this, Buffalo, me, Baltimore, this, Lamar Jackson doesn't suck. He can win a playoff game. Everyone shut up. Just I, that's, that's all I'm going to say. He did win a playoff no. game, though. He's, he won one. Is that yeah, not enough? I'm just, I'm just saying I, I, I can already hear it all offseason, and I don't care. I, I just don't want to hear it. Yeah, so. I, the Baltimore has some concerns, but Lamar Jackson is not one of them. No, Lamar Jackson <laughs> is not one of them. Uh, yes, yes, it was a bad pick. Yes, it wasn't was the best pick. game. Yes, yes, he got hurt. Uh, but yeah, that yeah, Lamar Jackson's not the problem with that team. That team is actually still really good. They went eleven and five. And then uh, everyone who says that Lamar Jackson sucks, are you saying the Bills aren't good? Because the Bills look really good. Yeah, so, the Bills might beat the Chiefs. Yeah, <laughs> I I wouldn't I would not be surprised if uh, if the Bills came out of this. And good for the Bills. Good for the Bills. I I'm yeah. excited for them. I like that team. I like a lot of the players on that team. Uh, Stephon Diggs is quietly one of the best receivers in football this year. And he just uh, continued. had a great game against the Ravens. That's a good defense. He had a great game against. And it's just uh, fun to watch that game. And, and I, I, I just I don't want to hear the Lamar Jackson chatter. I just don't like it. It, it seems like it comes from a bad place. And I, I, I'm, I'm done with it. I don't want to hear it all year. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm 100 percent with you. I'm done here. I'm done with the Lamar Jackson conversation because yeah, we go. Yeah. We, we, we 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 we. It's just the same thing in all sports, though. Like we criticize him for things we don't criticize other players for, or hold him yep. to a standard we don't hold other players to. Like it's it's his third year, made the playoffs every year, and he's won a game, won an MVP. Like relax, like just relax. Yeah, he's doing very well. He's off to a very good start <laughs> to his career. Just leave it at that. Like, relax, relax. Jeez, can we relax? <laughs> um, Green Bay Rams was really good to watch. Cam Akers is legit. Um, Aaron Rodgers yeah. is a surgeon. Um, this, was one of, this was one of my questions. I'll throw this out to you while we're talking. Sure. Cam Akers is definitely their RB1 now, right? 100%. If Sean McVay makes the right decision, yes. If Sean McVay decides to come out there and get cute with Malcolm Brown again, it won't surprise me, but it's they wrong. They should not do that. They should <laughs> definitely not do that. It sure seems like they're going to like they're going to feed him. I mean, he he got like an unprecedented workload over the past like four games including the regular season and the playoffs. And, and he like, was good. He, he was good in that he, game. He looks very good. He looks like a complete back. Um and I I've been on the Cam Akers train for a long time, so a little bit of that is my own bias. Like I've really liked him, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't see how they go away from him next year. Uh, I think so he's I, I would expect it. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely and drafting I, him way too high in fantasy next year. I will take him in the first round. Uh, which I is think I high. would too. I honestly yeah. think I would too. Yeah. Uh, the big question for the Rams, honestly, going into next year is uh, 
they just paid Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, and Cooper Cup was hurt at the end of the year, and that's a lot of money to two receivers when you got Van Jefferson there. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, Josh Van Reynolds Jefferson, is a free man. agent. That kid. Yeah, Van Jefferson looked good. Josh Reynolds is a free agent. So uh, we'll see what happens there. And then, of course, uh, you know, they kind of benched Jared Goff and um, then put him back Did in they? after um, Woodrum got Wasn't hurt. He? And then he was. Wasn't Goff hurt, then, though? Goff was hurt. His thumb was hurt, but he was. So he came in as the backup. So that's why I said they kind of benched him. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, but keep an eye. Keep an eye out for what they do with the quarterback position. If they don't make any changes and, and you're drafting or you're in a dynasty league and you've got Goff, just just grab his backup, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. I'd be a little worried. I like Goff, but I'm a little worried. <laughs> so <laughs> based on what McVay did there at the end of the season. Uh, Green Bay looks incredible. The defense looks really good. Aaron Rodgers yeah. looks really good. I it just, yeah, I bet they beat the Bucks, but oof. You said you don't, you don't think they beat the Bucks? I bet they do. I bet they beat oh, the yeah. Bucks. I bet they, yeah, I bet they're in the Super Bowl. I don't know. Uh, we'll I don't, I don't, I don't know how to call that game because on paper, logically, yes, it it seems like they will beat the Bucks pretty easily. But the Bucks beat them one time yeah. this year already, right? Uh, yeah, 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 which was crazy. It was like one of those games where it looked like Green Bay just kind of crapped the bed. <laughs> and, I, and listen, the, the, the football gods love Tom Brady. I don't know what it's deal true. he made with them. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, um, I, I'm going to say it. Uh, I yeah. have two nice things to say about Tom Brady. Oh, no. So, Let's do it. Let's get one out the way. So first, right, um, at the end of the game when he was playing catch with Drew Brees' kids and talking yeah. to Drew Brees. That was very yeah. endearing. I thought that was, was very, very cool. Very nice. Very nice moment. Yeah. I saw that video. Um, second, I've always said that um, greatest quarterback ever is a tier, right? And it's not mm -hmm. one person. And I've always said that when you're talking about the greatest quarterbacks of all time, you're always splitting hairs. They're all great quarterbacks, right? Yeah. And I always said with Tom Brady... The hair splitting there is the system and the success of the Patriots without him, right? Mm -hmm. mm. Um, those two things are gone now. Yep. Those two yep. hairs that I was splitting. Um, I do not have an argument anymore for saying Tom Brady is not unequivocally the greatest quarterback ever to play. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm just saying it. You did not prep. You did not prep me for that. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, to be the I'm thing you said it. about Tom Brady. <laughs> and and I, I, I've never liked Tom Brady. I will say, and you can quote me on this, I will say I did always say um, my Tom Brady hate was far more sports hate than real hate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that if Tom Brady was a dolphin, I'd root for him. <laughs> like, I did always say that. And I did always say that if Bel Belichick coached the Dolphins, I would still hate him, right? Um, I... <laughs> I still, I still don't like that Tom Brady has 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 been caught cheating, yeah, <laughs> in his career. I don't yeah. like that. Um, I don't like that he seems kind of douchey, you know. I yeah. don't like that. Um, but he's more endearing outside of New England, outside of Bill Belichick. Somehow, um, his story is really impressive, and what he's done at this age, his durability is insane. And then what he's done with a completely new team and a completely new system in one year. Uh, I, I just don't have an argument against it anymore. And so I'm just here's not going to say it anymore. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to criticize you slightly here. Sure. Slightly. Go ahead. Slightly. What you're doing right now is like, it's like Twitter banning Donald Trump <laughs> after <laughs> Donald Trump has said a hundred crazy things on Twitter. And now they find <laughs> this thing to be the thing that they don't, they want to ban him for. It's okay. like, it's, it's like, yeah, but you could have banned him a, two years ago when he was threatening to bomb North Korea. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you could have banned him then. <laughs> sure. So now, sure. so, so now it's like, yeah, so you're everything saying you're I'm saying, I'm, yeah, I'm saying like, yeah, everything you're saying is correct, but uh -huh. These things were also true, like, like five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but the two things, the two hairs that I was splitting on him, 
I didn't know that they that they weren't true. You know what I mean? I thought that yeah. the two hairs were legit, and this and you know year when they're it, not. You know when you know when I stopped splitting the hairs whenever they won that yeah. Falcon Super Bowl. That's yeah. that's when I that's I when like I stopped splitting the, the hairs. Were still, I feel like they were still there though, because he was still for the Patriots, right? But and the, but that the Patriots but, but still again, had a great record without him. But the performance that he put on in that game was it had nothing to do with Matt Schaub. It had nothing to do with anything that they did with or without him. He put on he put on a performance for the ages in that game. And that whenever right. after I after I watched that game, I said that quarterback right there is one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen play this game of football. What he All just right. did right what right then. And that was the game for me because before then I've always been on the boat with you. I've always been yeah. like, you know, you could say Tom Brady's one of the best. True. Like, he is one of the best. But even before then, I would have still put Peyton over him. But after that, I was like, you can't make this argument. No, I've never seen anyone do that. <laughs> yeah. See, and, I, and I've, had, I've had this um, tier that I refuse to rank in any way for yeah. years that Tom Brady's been in. Right. But I still, but there's the thing. But for me personally, I don't think he's done anything this year that should make you re rank that ranking. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you, if before this season, if you had him in a tier with whoever was in your tier, then for uh-huh. me, he would still be in that tier. You know what I mean? Huh. It, even, it, even, even when I state the two things. Right. That, but I don't think those things move him a tier. Oh, I mean, to Be- me, because those if were the ar- two holes. Those were the two holes for me. Like all the players in that tier have holes, right? He had those two right. holes, right? And now they're gone, <laughs> and they weren't gone a year ago. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I just, I feel, I feel like, I feel like you either, you either had him a tier above before now, or you can't move him now. That's really, you don't kind think of- anything changed in the year? Well. Yeah, a lot changed in the year, but I don't. But the, every, but the, all the arguments. The, but the only thing that you're saying, the two things that you're talking about, in my mind, aren't reasons to discount him to begin with. Oh, okay. Begin- so you don't think the potential for that he was a system quarterback, or you, the fact that the no. Patriots were were so good without him? You don't think right. those two things? The are system, hairs but to that's split the thing I'm him. saying. The system quarterback thing went out the window in that Falcons game to me. That was not a system win. Oh, okay. that was a Tom okay. Brady win. Okay. Okay, I mean, we can that's, have that argument. That's fine. So <laughs> That's what I'm saying, is that I agreed with you up until that game. Now, you can still okay. make the argument, you can still make that argument that, like, he... Because this is true. The Patriots were good without him. The Patriots also sucked this year without him. Uh-huh, that's the difference, right? It changed. Yeah. They were yeah. good the without Patriots- him, and then this year they sucked without him. So I don't know. I still think I still it's. I think it's you know he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. If you want okay. to put him at the top, I'm not gonna argue with you. If you want to put him second or third, I don't I think I'd argue then either. Okay, all right. I I I disagree with you thinking that nothing changed in a year with him. No, so, uh, I, I, but, I, I, I no, but I don't. If you think, never no, thought those were good true. reasons, that's that's just a first. I've never heard. You say no, that those weren't that's good not what things. I'm saying. That's not what I'm okay. saying. Okay, all right. <laughs> then I'm confused. It's okay. What I'm saying is those arguments that we were making were for me changed at the Falcons game. Yeah, after and the I have Falcons no idea game, how I have no idea how because he won the game. <laughs> he won the game. That's not a with system sa- win. With the same team in the same system against a team that choked. It was great. It was a great performance. I, I don't have anything negative to say about the performance, but he's been doing that type of thing for years in that system, right? Right. So if he does it, so you're saying what changes he did it not in that system. I think it's unfair. I think if anything, this is your point, and I think this proves your point. The point is that he's doing that, but he's not been that good this year, though. I mean, he's not been bad. But he's not been as good then. So if your argument is that he was a, a system quarterback, then I think you can make the argument that he was better then because of the system. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't feel like he's been better this year than he was in New England. Or not oh, that I much think better. He's, 
I think he's been significantly better than he was at least the last five years. Not so much that, but not peak Brady. He's not been peak Brady. If your argument is that he was peak Brady because of the system, I don't think that's a fair argument, given the fact that he's been, you know, what he's done in New in uh, excuse me in Tampa. He's made that team better, but I don't think he's necessarily played better than he did when he was in New England. Well, uh, so peak Brady is what? Two years? Uh, Three years? What, 2010 to 2012? Is that what you're talking about, Pete Brady? Right. Okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) I like that this podcast has just become me and you arguing over Brady. And I would just like to say for the record, neither of us are really Tom Brady fans. (laughs) Yeah, neither one of us like Tom Brady, right? Um, So. Um, I I think you're missing the hair portion of this, the splitting of hairs. Okay. So when I look at the best quarterbacks of all time, right. Mm. And you know, Peyton Manning and Dan Marino and John Elway and Joe Montana. And I don't go back further uh, because I did different eras. It's hard to put Johnny Unitas up against those guys. Right. It's actually almost hard to put the nineties guys up against uh current as well, just because of numbers. But uh-huh. Um, Drew, Drew Brees, you know, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, probably in there, whatever, right? Um, they're all the best ever, right? right. They all are. Right. Um, so I don't, I don't really have strong negative things to say about any of them, right? But I do start looking at splitting hairs with them, right? Um, and Brady, the hairs with him are not he is a system quarterback, right? Because that's a positive statement. But if any of these guys are system quarterbacks, it's Brady. Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand. I understand what you're saying. So I think that this year he proved that he could be wildly productive. And I disagree with you on his season. I thought he had a phenomenal year. I thought he looked good all year. I thought he went through adversity with all the injuries on the team and yet still led them to lots of wins and still led them to, you know, a big playoff win, like a couple big playoff wins. Like, like I still, I, I think his season was much more impressive. I mean, his numbers were better than they have been in, in like a decade. So, um, so I think he had a, a fantastic year, but, uh, it, you know, him doing it at this age in a different system with different weapons in his first year here during COVID, like all that stuff to me proves he's not a system quarterback. So I didn't go from, he is a system quarterback to he's not. I said, is he a system quarterback? To, oh, no, he's not. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Um, And then part of that, and it's kind of like a two-part argument, the is he a system quarterback, is the Patriots were so good without him, right? So, Mm -hmm. and and good with the likes of Matt Castle and Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy Garoppolo, like, those were the likes said, of the players that were, I said you Matt, know, they all, I said Matt, they all got big I deals said, based on it, right? Said, and so I said Matt Schaub. I meant Matt Castle. Yeah. Oh, I knew what you meant. And, and all those guys, all those guys went on to show, oh, no, it was the system, right? So, um, I mean, I right. guess you could say the jury is still out on, 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 on Garoppolo, but I don't really think it is. So It's not. You know, so you look at that and you say it's, and again, we're splitting hairs. This isn't like it's definitely this because Brady obviously did enough to still be considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Right. So right. I was he, I'm starting with him in that category. Right. So. Um, so then, you know, you look and you say the Patriots were good. Those guys turned out to be system quarterbacks, even though they looked really good in the system. So maybe Brady isn't Brady without New England. Right. And it's, it's, it's still possible. I mean, you never know career trajectories and stuff. But the fact that the Patriots are so bad after being very good last year with Brady, they're, they're so bad this year, right? And the fact that the Bucks went from Jameis Winston throwing tons of yards, tons of touchdowns, tons of picks, and losing games, to Tom Brady, tons of yards, tons of touchdowns, less picks, and winning games. Winning games, And yep. now they're in the conference championship game. To me, that proves that any question I had is gone. Does that make sense? That makes sense. I'm with you. I understand your okay. argument. I understand okay. what you're saying. And I'm not saying you're wrong that you were done with it in 2017. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong to do that. I'm just saying it's not crazy that I didn't think that that game changed 
change that hair argument, right? I mean, because he's been the hair, in that be- tier for 10 years. Like, it's not, right. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. But the, argu- yeah, the argument being, so if Brady had come out this year with, uh, with Tampa and fell completely flat on his face, would that have hurt you in his, in his argument, in, your arg- in, his, in the hair splitting thing? I think it would have kept the questions there, but because of his age, it wouldn't have proven them. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have yeah. been like, oh, well, look what he did in Tampa because he's like 43, right? Like, right. I, 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 but, but I would say we still don't know for sure when, when looking at those other guys, whether or not this guy um, was greatly enhanced by the system. You know, it was enhanced by the system that, that he would have had the same success elsewhere, right? And again, it's all very, very splitting hairs areas. But so I wouldn't have taken it. Had he been bad, I wouldn't have taken it the other way. I wouldn't have been like, oh, that proves I was right. I would have been like, well, he's 43. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, and then doing it at 43 in a different system on a different team is like an, a feat in and of itself, you know? Yeah. So, all of um, this, all of this combines to why I think it would be awesome if they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I honestly, I honestly won't be upset. I'll be, I genuinely be happy for them. I, I'm, it's probably not the team I'm pulling for. I probably, I probably want Bills over Packers. The Bills. Probably I'm probably rooting I want. for the Bills. Just because the Bills, the Bills. Yeah, but I'll be happy either way. I like the Chiefs. I love Mahomes. I like the Bills. I like the Packers. I like Tampa. I, you know, I like. I, I'm happy with all of them. So, um, yeah, that was that was 46 minutes. I'm guessing most of that was Tom Brady talk. <laughs> I, this, the, the, you've heard it correct. The two guys podcast having a reverse Alex Smith argument about oh. Tom Brady, someone they've hated for decades. I can't. So. I can't. I can't even understand what's happening right now. I don't, like, I, don't know like, I don't even know who I am. I was watching that game against the Saints, and, and I found myself pulling for, pulling for Brady, and I went, who am I? Like, what, what is happening? I had, a, like, an existential crisis. I, I immediately I like, pulled a I'm, scotch. I'm watching the Bucks and the Saints, and I'm rooting for the Bucks. Like, what, what am I yeah. doing? Yeah, it's weird. It was weird. Um, Drew Brees retired. He did. Um, did he officially retire? Uh, I don't think he's like is, officially done it, but all indications are he's done. Yeah, it's just um, it's one of those unofficial official things. He's probably not yeah. coming back. Yeah, he looked he looked done most of he the year. Honestly, very much done. Yeah, um, and then he broke eleven ribs. I would have quit then. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. Um, good for him. Good good luck, Drew. Um, thank you for years of entertaining football and for Listen. um, uh, that Katrina stuff alone makes you an icon in that city. So you coming, coming out and turning that team around. You can thank him. I will not thank him for a decade of destroying my team. I do not thank you for that, <laughs> Drew Brees. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Very fair. Uh, Philip Rivers retired. Um, so you did. get your wish of not having to hear about Philip Rivers anymore. You've been uh, you've been dying for you've been clamoring for that for ten years. <laughs> I'm not a Phil Rivers fan, man. I'm not. I'm just not. Oh, I, I neither am I. He's I've always I've always thought he was a good quarterback. <laughs> but uh, we'll have the Philip Rivers Hall of Fame argument later because I'm yeah. undecided. <laughs> I'm I'm everyone seems to think if he's a shoe in for the Hall of Fame. And he probably get, we'll have this argument. We're not gonna do it now. But I yeah, I, yeah. I I think it's I I don't know. I don't know. I'm undecided. And and here's here's I'm just I'm just going to I'm just going to touch on my undecided thing, right? Um we have to look at players differently now. Um than typical numbers because quarterbacks and receivers get so many more yards and so many more touchdowns than they used to. And so Philip Rivers might be in my mind. And I don't know. I might, I might come back next week or in, in a few weeks or whatever. I might come back and be like, no, no, no. He definitely belongs in the Hall of Fame. I might think that. I, I, I got to think about it. But um, he might be the first of a series of quarterbacks who I'm going to say they played a long time, but they weren't elite. And that, yes. and that, that might be his situation. For, Is for there the, ever? The numbers are there. Yeah, yeah, your, so. your criteria whenever we talk about the NFL or we talk about Hall of Fame. Was he ever considered a top guy in his prime at his position? Yeah, is there has there has huh? Yeah, regularly, yeah. Or um, regularly. you know, you can you can do it if you 
if you have like pivotal Super Bowl moments, then I'm I'm willing to like Eli Manning. Yeah, I like took him for his two Super Bowls. Yes. Yeah, he's got two Super Bowl yeah. rings. Ben, yeah. I don't think we would ever call. Would we have ever considered Ben one of the top quarterbacks in the league? But he's got two no, rings. No, but he so gets it. Doesn't in. Matter. Yep, he gets he gets it for his two rings. Yep. So, because um, and it's not because he got two rings. Like if he only played, but it two rings push him from. Yes. Okay, he played exactly. a long time. His stats are there. He was very good, and he got two rings. Hall of Fame. Like that's absolutely. I get. I 100 percent agree. Rivers is a little different because I don't think we ever. I don't think Phillips Rivers would have ever been considered in that top tier of quarterback. I don't think so either. And he didn't. And he didn't really have any playoff success. I think he made None. one championship game or one no. AFC championship, but that was. And it. they got killed by New England. I think it was, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, which you know a lot of teams got killed by New England. Yeah. So, but not gonna but, kill but, for that. But you know he was only there once, and most seasons I don't think he was really. Most seasons, I like. I don't remember a time going into the playoffs and being like, "Oh, the Chargers, they they're gonna do it." You know what I mean? Like, I I don't think I don't remember them ever really being considered serious contenders on a regular basis under Philip Rivers. You know what I mean? I remember them disappointing a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, he'll he'll probably get in. I don't know. If it was the NBA, he'd definitely get in. But NFL's a little harder. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not going to be angry about it if he does, but it No. I think I lean no because yes, those numbers are impressive. And people say, well, if Rivers Camp doesn't make it, then Marino shouldn't make it because look at these numbers and it's I saw someone era. say that and that's stupid. That's yeah. a completely dumb argument. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a different era and Marino also had more playoff success than Philip Rivers did. Um Wow, did he really? He, one of the knocks on Marino is that he didn't have any playoff success. No, he didn't have a ring. He had a lot of playoff success. Like he made a Super oh. Bowl. He made he made a couple championship games. Like was in oh, the playoffs okay. every year. Like, like Marino made did, the playoffs a lot. He just didn't get a ring. So ah, okay. Um, but but Marino, Marino ushered in a new era of passing. Like Marino, <laughs> Marino changed the game. Right. Right. Um, right. So it's different. It's different to me. So I think it's different. Marino was throwing for 5,000 yards, 4,500 yards when everybody else was throwing for under 3,000. Like back then, back then, if you threw 2,900 yards and 20 touchdowns, that was a, that wasn't a bad season. Now that's, you know, that's like people like that's worse than Mitch Trubisky. Like, you know, like that's a garbage season for quarterback nowadays. Whereas like in 1990, Matt Stafford regularly was regularly throwing 5,000 yards. Yeah, right. It's just yeah. It's just it was a different league. It's it's why it's hard to compare Marino and Elway and Kelly to guys like you know Brady and Breeze and and Rivers and Roethlisberger. Yeah. It's it's hard, Stafford. It's really hard because of the errors. We're gonna have to have a have a conversation. We might have to split again. We might have to be like quarterbacks. You know, starting with Montana and ending with. Uh, Manning, you know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah. And then quarterbacks starting with Brady and ending with, you know, or going forward. I don't know. Might have to do something. So it's just hard. Yeah. Cause you just can't, you can't compare at this point. Yep. It's just the game changed too much to compare. We're going to get there with receivers too, since we, you know, cause receivers numbers are inflating just like uh, quarterback numbers are inflating. So <laughs> I was looking at um, my predictions for the season. And my DeAndre Hopkins pick did not hit, but I want to give myself a half a point. Yeah, you know why you I want to give myself for that. Uh, he did not set the season record for receiving for the Arizona Cardinals, as I said he would. He ended up with fourteen hundred and seven yards. David Boston had fifteen hundred and ninety eight yards, so he didn't get there. But DeAndre Hopkins did set the single season record for the Arizona Cardinals in receptions. He had one hundred fifteen yeah. receptions, so yeah. I get half a point. Yeah, I give you half a point for that. Um, I, I, that was good. I give you half a point for saying uh, Brady, Roethlisberger, Reese, Reese, uh, Rivers, and Breeze, three of them retire. I think you're you at least going to get two. Even if you only get two, I'm going to give you half a point for that. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you said Lamar Jackson would be a back-to-back MVP. No points for that, yeah. but that's not a. But you're not getting scolded for it. Um, I appreciate it. You, you get an incomplete for the C-Mac one. And you yep. get a qu- quarter of a point for Jets go 0 and 16. Yeah, I, I, that makes me angry. Yeah. yeah. They were all, it was almost <laughs> there. I was rooting for them to lose purely for that dumb prediction. 
Almost there, yeah. You did much better on your bold predictions than me. My bold predictions, four of yeah. three of them look. Your bold the, predictions were. Yeah, they two were bold. of them. Two of them look stupid. Um, <laughs> one looks bad. One's incomplete, and one was dead right. So turns out, turns out, bold means bold. Yeah, bold means bold. <laughs> We went an hour um, and didn't get to any of my questions. Oh, I'm sorry. This, yeah, my, my bad, man. My bad. No, we, 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 could, we could probably hit at least one more. Okay, I'll give you one of my questions. Um, since we are, we, we're, we're in playoff mode, let's stick with the playoffs. Uh, who, sure. was a bigger, who was a bigger playoff disappointment for you, Seattle or Pittsburgh? Uh, Pittsburgh, I think, because Seattle showed signs of that going in, and also the, the Rams... Um, the Rams uh, had a really good game plan against them and Seattle didn't adjust like you look at what Green Bay did against the Rams and this just shows how well coached uh, how good of a job Matt LaFleur did um, going into that game he said okay the Rams and obviously it helps that Aaron Donald was hobbled but the Rams get after the quarterback and they get after the quarterback fast and then they're opportunistic on defense and they take advantage of that pass rush by getting pressure so you know what they did they put they put Rodgers in the shotgun, they ran from the shotgun, and they didn't have Rodgers hold the ball any longer than three seconds. Like, that was it. Mm. He, didn't take, he didn't take any drops. Whereas Seattle came out there, and I don't know how much of this was the offensive coordinator, how much of this was Russell Wilson, but uh, they put in no timing-based passing attack to that. Mm. Like, it, against the Rams, you need a two-read and go. Like, one, two, nothing there, throw it away. One, two, I'm running. Like, that's what you needed to do, and you didn't see that. You saw Russ continuing to try and freelance, which he does great. A great job doing regularly, but the Rams were just in his face the whole game. Um, and you could see that happening. You could see Seattle's defense struggling. You could see Seattle's offense struggling as the season wound down. So I don't necessarily think that was as disappointing. It was still disappointing, but not like the Steelers who came out and just crapped the bed for two quarters and then we're playing catch up the rest of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. I think the answer is Pittsburgh. I think you're right because it's, it's inexcusable. They didn't beat that Browns team. Browns didn't have their coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Without their coach, without their, their left guard, but, but really, I mean, just, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger just put him in a hole and I mean, Roethlisberger, he's an all time great, but like, like he put him in a hole. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I, going forward, I have, I have less questions about Seattle, but I have questions about both of those teams going forward. Yeah. Um, Pitt, Seattle's got to, that defense has to be better. It just has, I, I think, they, I think it's going to be better. It was better as the season wore down a little bit, and I, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be right in the thick of things again next year, but they're going to have to figure something out about getting Russell protection or getting him whether that's a scheme protection or personnel protection, because their line wasn't really that bad this year. So it's got to be a scheme kind of thing. They're going to have to figure something out because he's, he's taking too many sacks and it's, it's causing him to be less efficient. And when he loses his efficiency, that team doesn't do well, especially with how bad the defense was this year. Oh, I had a lot, I had a lot riding on Seattle. I had a, I bought a yeah, lot I was of Seattle all in stock. too. <laughs> And he just kind of fell apart. Pittsburgh kind of the same way. Pittsburgh started 11-0 and then lost, what was it, five of their last six games? Something yeah. like that? Jeez. Yeah, they struggled there at the end. Rough. All right, do one did more you, question. We'll we can on. do one more, yeah. We can do one more. All right, so uh, let's talk this one. I don't want to talk Deshaun Watson yet. I'm not, I don't think I'm ready. There's been Deshaun Watson. I'm not Watson ready either. There's been Deshaun Watson rumors to Carolina. I'm not. I'm not prepared. I need. I need some yeah. more time. Um, I will. I will say to you. There's been Deshaun Watson rumors to every team. I know. I'm the Miami, the Jets. Yeah. Like I feel like everybody's rumored to Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it makes sense if he's available. Everybody's probably calling. <laughs> so here's the thing. Okay, so I'll ask you this one. You, I'm making you general manager of the New England Patriots. Okay. Relax. I'll take that job. I'll take it. Relax. What's the first thing you do this offseason? And you cannot say fire Bill Belichick <laughs> and make him walk <laughs> through the streets naked like Cersei in Game of Thrones. 
while you walk behind him chanting shame. You can't do that. First off, I, I would be terrified to fire Bill Belichick because the demons would come for me. The demons that, that keep him uh, keep him flush with entrails to, to eat would, would, would come after me. Um, <laughs> uh, the first thing I do is I go to the 47 players who opted out this year and I welcome them back with open arms and I say, hey, we understand what you did. Uh, take Take your time. Um, when you're ready to come back, we're happy to have you. That's the they first. Had 47 players that opted out. Not 47, but almost 47. Oh. It was it was a lot. It was a lot, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. The, the second the second thing I do is um, I, I I scout 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 the quarterbacks in this draft, and um, then I call Ryan Fitzpatrick, and that's what I do. Mm. Mm. I like that. This you should run yeah. them. That's what I should. I, sh- I should do it. Not, not that the Patriots need help running their team. <laughs> no, they obviously do. They don't have Brady. Brady was the glue that held it all together. Brady apparently. was the thing. Um, but, you know, I, 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 obviously Jarrett Stidham, they, they don't think they're not sold on him or they wouldn't have brought him. Of course him. not. Like, they just of wouldn't. course not. This um, whole, the whole, the whole, the, the Jarrett Stidham thing died when they signed Cam. Because it's like, if you were yeah. in Stidham, you wouldn't have signed Cam. Yeah, exactly. So, if you know what I always say, if you don't have a quarterback, always draft a quarterback. If you don't have a quarterback, draft a quarterback, right? So mm. uh, they don't have a quarterback. Draft one. Bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Make make it to where Ryan Fitzpatrick has started a game for every team in the AFC East, right? Because he's already <laughs> done it for the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins. Um, he's going to be motivated. Just tell him, look, you're here for a year. You get to start, and um, you know try to groom the guy behind you you know i mean obviously he could lose his job but be like look if you play well if we're winning you're 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 the you're our guy this year i think ryan fitzpatrick would jump at that would be very excited uh um, yeah i think he's he's shown that he's a good mentor in miami uh good good presence for the team uh should be an upgrade over what they had this year if nothing else just because of scheme um i feel like cam wasn't used effectively and seemed done, which wasn't a good combination. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, use Ryan Fitzpatrick and move forward from there. I think that's the best way to go. Uh, and, and then draft a guy, whether that means trading up in the draft, trading down to situate yourself, drafting the best guy available, whatever the case may be. Uh, drafting a Mac Jones feels like a Patriot to me, but uh, that that's what I yeah. do. I, you got to address we, quarterback. You have do to. we like Mac Jones? I, Not yet, honestly, but I, I haven't done my homework yet. I'm still I'm still early on on all that uh, stuff. I'm I'm uh yeah, I've 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 started looking hard at receivers because there's a million of them. So that, that's so kind of the only position I've started to look hard at. <laughs> um spoiler alert, the class oh. is really good. All the hype yeah. is justified. <laughs> Imagine, yeah. Spoiler alert, there's a lot of good wide receivers. I'm probably going to be a little lower on Devontae Smith than um, others and Ooh. probably higher on Rashad Bateman than others. Probably. Ooh, I like this. Just a little. I, I'm, I'm going to like both of them a lot. Love both of them a lot, probably. But I'm probably going to be a little higher on Rashad Bateman than others. He'll probably, you know, like Devontae Smith will probably be like top three and not top one for me. And mm. Bateman will probably be like top five and not top eight for me kind of thing. You know what I mean? If, De- if, Devontae, Smith, if Devontae Smith was like, Six five. Then he would <laughs> he, he would be like part of Dwayne's guys. He no, he wouldn't be part of Dwayne's guys. It would be named the Devonte Smith's guys. Like I would <laughs> rename the group him. He's just it's, it's not that he's small. He's not small. He's just a little too small to be Dwayne's guys. Yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> My uh, my Jamar Chase love has not subsided. I think a lot of people are. It, it's that what have you done for me lately thing. I think a lot of people have forgotten who Jamar Chase it's, is and yeah, don't realize that he's that he's incredible. He's so, sick. He's yeah. sick. Yeah, another guy who's just six foot. So he's not really a Dwayne's guy, but uh, not yet. He's incredible. a little too small to be. To be yeah. I need Kelvin Benjamin. I need yeah, DK that's Metcalf. You, that's who I. That's need. what you need. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> Big All slow right. guys that Brandon off the ball that Brandon doesn't like in the draft. That that's Dwayne's guys. That's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> the guy I say can't get open and has bad hands. That's the guy. That's who I want. 
That's who I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, buddy. Um, any, anything else before we go? No. That was good. We, okay. we, we, we got through a lot, of, a lot more football to talk about coming up here. Yeah, we'll talk a lot more football next week. There will be a lot of football to talk about next week. Um, we'll have a, know, we'll and, have a Super Bowl matchup to talk about next the Super week. Bowl. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So before we go, let me just mention really upset. If you go to iTunes, subscribe, leave us a nice review. So please do. That about does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook. Download us on iTunes, Stitcher. Check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. It's that infinite. Fill in the gap synonyms. Extract minerals. Twist it and dash cinnamon. Flavorful. Neighbors sniff it from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme wrap and then we dish it. Yo. Your attention's on the fire Cause on the mic I call experience Behind the giant Triple dominate Behind the giant